More than 100 homes in Chicago's western suburbs were damaged during last night's storms, according to the National Weather Service. It also reports at least one tornado touched down and that it could have been an EF3 category. We've already discussed twisters during our weekly climate conversation, but in today's segment, we wanted to bring back Illinois State Climatologist Trent Ford to explain what made yesterday's storms different. How can people get ready, prepare for a situation like last night? Dr. Ford spoke earlier today with WBEZ's Mary Dixon. I understand that last night's storms were a little different than your typical tornado generating storm. Can you tell us what the difference was? Yeah, so there are a couple of of, of differences, I guess, that made uh, last night's storm particularly dangerous. The, the main generating factor of, of last night's storms was something called a quasi-linear convective system, or QLCS. The tornado generating capacity of a QLCS system, like what we had last night, is less well-known than supercell-generated tornadoes. And so what that means is, is that our capability to forecast these events in operations, or at least the capacity of these sort of systems to generate tornadoes, is lagging behind uh, supercell tornadoes. At the same time, late last night at my house, we heard tornado sirens and got phone alerts about 20 minutes before the storm hit my neighborhood. Um, What challenges do scientists or officials who work on storm preparedness, what do you face when you're trying to keep the public safe? So, you know, the, the, the storm last night was very well forecasted. There was many, many challenges to, to forecasting tornadic events. Uh, one was, was the timing of last night's event. So when we think about the type of communication and how communication of potentially hazardous weather gets out to the public, it, we can think of television. But, of course, at midnight, there's a smaller number of people who still have the TV on or are not you know, snoozing in front of it. We think about our phones as a great other resource, and we will get text. Uh, reports when there's things like a tornado warning or tornado watch that is issued for our area. However, if you're like me and don't like to get a lot of texts at midnight, I sleep away from my phone. So again, that line of communication is cut off. So the timing, the nocturnal thunderstorms and tornadoes provide a, a, a really challenging issue for the National Weather Service for communicating the threat. I believe you have talked about this, but I want to ask you again, there's a conventional wisdom that Chicago doesn't get tornadoes, but it is possible, isn't it? Yeah, there's nothing special about the Chicagoland area that protects it from tornadoes. We we saw that last night. And if you live in a place in the Chicagoland area that wasn't affected by a tornado, there, there's nothing special about the area that you live in that protects it from a tornado that makes it different from Woodridge or Naperville or any other places that were affected last night. All of this goes back to being weather aware. Look ahead to your forecast the day before, two days before, and if it looks like there's the potential for severe weather, keep your phone on you through the night. Keep your NOAA weather radio on you through the night. Do things that you may not be doing on a calm night, and that's a great way to get, as you mentioned, get those warnings 15, 20, 25 minutes ahead of time so you can reduce the, uh, your, your vulnerabilities to that event. That's Illinois State Climatologist Trent Ford. Thank you, Dr. Ford. And if you have a topic or question that you want addressed in our weekly climate segment, you can email climate at wbez.org.